We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It often gets exhausting listening to national talking heads pontificate about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens negotiations because it's clear they have no clue what's going on. But there is one person who does have an inside pulse on this situation, and he made too much sense of the whole thing on Wednesday. And that's Robert Griffin III. He provided the inside scoop on Baltimore's franchise tag and overall negotiation strategy this offseason, and then even offered sound advice to his former teammate in Lamar. I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Thursday, February 23rd, and this is your morning Ravens update from inside the vault. So the Ravens announced several coaching staff moves on Wednesday, including the departure of their longtime strength and conditioning coach. I'll break down all those moves just ahead. Plus, we were pleased to welcome in former Georgia quarterback Hudson Mason inside the vault this week. And as a former Bulldog turned radio broadcaster in Atlanta, his perspective on Todd Munkin was very, just extremely insightful. I can't wait to share it. Yeah, we have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. So, Sarah, there won't be any bigger news this NFL offseason than what happens with Lamar Jackson and his ongoing contract negotiations. And the crazy part is the fact that no one seems to know what's going on as it relates to the biggest news story in football. But enter ESPN analyst and former Ravens backup QB Robert Griffin III, who finds himself in a unique position as someone who has a great feel for Lamar, definitely more so than most talking heads do. Plus. He's also got sources inside the castle still. Yeah, that's well said. And that's why when he speaks on this topic, I tend to listen. So with the window for the Ravens to franchise Lamar currently open, RG3 broke down really just some news Wednesday. First, he said there is no way, no way in Hades that Baltimore will use the non-exclusive tag on Lamar. And then second, and this one I thought was very intriguing, RG3 revealed the Ravens' negotiation strategy that they will be taking this offseason. And that strategy is to show a ton of patience because apparently 
They want to see what other quarterbacks that are coming up for new deals, they want to see what they're going to get. I've been told from people inside the building that they're willing to be patient with Lamar Jackson this offseason. And part of that patience, I believe, is using the exclusive franchise tag on him. As Jeff said, Lamar is worth way more than two first-round picks. So by putting that exclusive tag on him, yes, it might have them come to the negotiating table with $100 million guaranteed on the line. But I don't think that's really a problem for the Ravens. I think more so the issue is what Deshaun Watson got in a fully guaranteed deal over the course of multiple multiple years. I think that's really the snag right now between the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Jeff Darlington also was very firm on the idea that the Ravens would use the exclusive tag and not the non-exclusive when ESPN analyst and Jets fan Mike Greenberg was trying to talk himself into believing that, yeah, New York could somehow lure Lamar out of Baltimore. I hate to do this, but I'm going to pour water <laughs> all over. No, no. We're pouring that because on. The yeah, why is he pouring? Is, yeah, what's the problem? The problem is they're going to put the exclusive tag on him. Th- th- this is the very reason why the Ravens are going to put the, non- the exclusive on him. The second they put the non-exclusive, you're going to have the Jets, maybe the Falcons. You're going to have teams clamoring to get Lamar Jackson. I can't believe that they don't essentially put that exclusive tag on him. They guarantee his money. I'm sorry, where, where, where did you just pour that water? Like, where, where did that wind up? It's all, it's... Yeah, I mean, I'm with Jeff and RG here. There's just no way the Ravens would risk losing Lamar with a non-exclusive tag without more control over what they'd get in return. He's worth more than two first-round picks. I think we can all agree, especially if both aren't even inside the top 10. But Sarah, I want to explore this offseason strategy that RG3 is saying the Ravens could take about just taking their time and being patient. This thing's been going on for two years now. Like, What's going to change the landscape of negotiations this offseason that hasn't already happened up to this point? Yeah, I think that's a great question, and and this is it. It's that this offseason could finally help solve the debate that's been holding up this whole deal. And this offseason, we will find out whether Deshaun Watson's fully guaranteed deal from Cleveland is either an outlier, which would hurt Lamar, or if it's the new trend, and that would hurt the Ravens. Here's RG3. If you're the Baltimore Ravens, you absolutely know that if you put the non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson, there will be teams that come in and give him a fully guaranteed deal. They know that. That's why I don't think that they will give him the non-exclusive. But if you're also the Ravens, you want to wait it out and see what happens with Burrow and Herbert and all these other guys, because if they don't get guaranteed deals, then you go back to Lamar Mm -hmm. and you can say, look... Deshaun Watson is an outlier. No one will make the argument that Lamar Jackson is not a better player than Deshaun Watson, not a more accomplished player than Deshaun Watson. He's all of those things. Until someone else gets signed outside of Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Kyler Murray, these group of young guys, they're going to determine whether or not the guaranteed deal is in the future for NFL players. That is the burden that is on Lamar right now. That's the burden that the NFL PA has on them helping represent him but at the end of the day if he gets to if teams get to offer him deals oh it's over he'll be gone because the Ravens won't I don't think they'll match a fully guaranteed deal over five six seven years and that right there is the double-edged sword for the Ravens if they patiently wait for these other deals to get done we'll for sure get the answer of whether fully guaranteed deals are a new reality of the NFL, and maybe the Ravens will win that bet. And even if they do at the same time, Lamar's overall value in a deal will only go up. 
I mean, it's exactly what Lewis Reddick said. The amount of money that quarterbacks like Joe Burrow is going to get, it is going to be stupid. And Steve Bashotti knows that. He's no dummy. He knows the next contract is always the biggest. And that right there tells you just how important it is to him to not cave and dole out a fully guaranteed deal. Absolutely. That's that's how much it means to Bashotti. And if you want to know how much it means to Lamar on the opposite side, listen to this news nugget that I've never heard before. I don't know that you have either, Bobby. I've never heard this before, but this is what Jeff Darlington dropped. You mentioned the fact that I was talking about this being the most fascinating negotiation I've covered. That goes back to last year. This isn't just about dollars and cents, a player trying to get his contract. This is about one of the most unique Uh principled players that the NFL has ever seen. Last year, he was not even calling. He wasn't even returning calls from the GM to start negotiations. His feet were already in the ground. It was a guaranteed deal or nothing. I don't see that changing. And I know people say everybody changes eventually. Lamar Jackson is a different beast. And right now, if he gets that guaranteed contract, it sets into motion a new precedent in the NFL. No longer is it just one contract with Deshaun Watson. It is a trend with two. And Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and every quarterback after them will be looking for the same thing. This is a pivotal moment in NFL contract. Bobby, that news right there that Darlington just put out there that Lamar didn't even return Ravens general manager Eric DaCosta's phone calls just to start negotiations. <laughs> I mean, just to start them. That really illuminates the line we've heard from EDC a few times already this season. That line is, it takes two to tango. Sheesh, you're not kidding. Not even returning phone calls to start things off. But okay, before we wrap things up, I promised that I'd share RG3's advice for Lamar Jackson this offseason. Now, Robert says that while the Ravens are willing to be patient, he doesn't think the Lamar can afford that patient waiting because it's his football career that's on the line. So there's a decision that needs to be made by Lamar, and RG3 says it needs to be made quickly. I believe Lamar Jackson has to make a decision on where he wants to be. Does he want to be in Baltimore? Because now he's got a new offensive coordinator and Todd Monken coming in. He needs to be there in the offseason program to put in that offense and lead his guys. If he doesn't want to be in Baltimore because he doesn't believe that he's going to get what he deserves, which is a guaranteed contract or the money that he wants, then he should make the decision and say, hey, if you're going to tag me, I'm going to demand a trade because he needs to be, he's going to have to learn a new offense one way or the other in Baltimore or somewhere else. And he needs that process to start immediately so that he can put his best foot forward on the football field. Still to come here on the vault. I'll catch you up to speed on several updates as it pertains to Baltimore's 2023 coaching staff. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Bobby, it was a busy Wednesday for the Ravens who made several announcements related to their 2023 coaching and support staff. Yeah, Sarah, and let's begin with what I feel is most notable. Baltimore has parted ways with longtime strength and conditioning coach Steve Saunders, who, let's be honest, he had really become a polarizing figure in recent years, beginning with his month-long suspension back in 2020 for violating the NFL's COVID-19 protocols at the time. And if you can recall, a massive internal virus outbreak ensued afterwards, but Saunders then found himself under fire a year later during the injury-riddled 2021 season, and then just this past December. Without specifically mentioning his name, former Ravens defensive end Derek Wolf essentially blamed Saunders for derailing his career, which ultimately led to his retirement. When I was doing everything I possibly could to get back on the field, I was two weeks away from getting back on the field. They put me in the weight room with that strength coach. I couldn't walk again. Couldn't walk. I was dragging my leg around again. After I got a stem cell, after I got stem cell therapy, I got epidurals on my back. I did everything I could to get back on the field. And then all they had to do was wait for two more weeks of me. And I was training. I was just doing my own program because his program didn't work for it. It just didn't work for me. I was an 11-year vet, 10-year vet, man. Like, I don't need that kind of, like, the crazy stuff you got going on here, like, is not going to work for me. So that clip is courtesy of 104.3 The Fan in Denver, which you might remember we dedicated an entire episode to several months back. Uh, before the calendar flips, Sarah. Yeah, Bobby, yeah, I just have to ask here. Are you really not going to share the texting exchange you had with Derek right after this news broke? Come on, you got you to dish. All right, all right, I, I will. Uh, I did hit him up about it just in case. You know, he's a busy guy. He's living out in Colorado, so you never know. And I don't think he spends a ton of time on social media. But he just responded with this. This was it. Quote, about time. Close quote, and that's enough said there. Yeah, agreed. That is definitely enough said there. No need to pile on here, so we will move on. And now we know that it is Scott Elliott who has served as assistant strength and conditioning coach the last four years. It is him who will take over in Saunders' absence. All right, now we both know there was more news than that. That was the most notable. What other moves were there, Bobby? Yeah, so for starters, T. Martin has been promoted to quarterbacks coach after two years coaching wide receivers in Baltimore. And we all know Martin is a former QB himself and a standout one at that, having won a BCS national championship with Tennessee 
back in 1998. And remember, he was also a candidate for the Indianapolis Colts offensive coordinator vacancy earlier this offseason. So he is getting looks around the league, and you get the sense it's only a matter of time for T. On the flip side, though, in an external hire, the Ravens named Willie Taggart as their running backs coach. The 46-year-old comes to Baltimore as a 24-year coaching veteran, having served as head coach for five Division I programs to date, Florida Atlantic, Florida State, Oregon, South Florida, and Western Kentucky. And the latter comes with a good story. Taggart was once recruited by Jim Harbaugh to play for Jim and John's father, Jack, at Western Kentucky. And Taggart went on to become the program's starting QB all four years. Those were 1995 to 98. And he ended up setting 11 school records highlighted by his 47 rushing touchdowns. Geez, so he's he's been around and there is no shortage of stacked resumes on this 2023 staff. But Bobby, any word on the coaches that Martin and Taggart are replacing? Uh, what about James Urban, who was the quarterback's coach, and then Craig Versteeg, who was the running back's coach? Yeah, so their names weren't included in the press release, so no news on those fronts just yet. Now, a wide receivers coach has yet to be named, but I would think pass game specialist Keith Williams would have to be a front runner for that opening should John Harbaugh want to promote from within. But uh, that's just me speculating. So time will tell on that final vacancy. Okay, Sarah, we invited former Georgia quarterback Hudson Mason inside the vault as this week's featured guest, and he was super insightful given his familiarity with New Ravens offensive coordinator Todd Munkin. Yeah, he really was, and I encourage everyone to go listen to that full episode because I had a hard time picking just one or two snippets to feature here in the morning vault, but I guess we'll start with this. Um, I had relayed to Hudson that fans in Baltimore were basically celebrating kind of like they were today with Saunders news. <laughs> they were celebrating the news uh, that Ravens and Greg Roman were parting ways. So then I asked him, what was the reaction in Georgia when news hit that Munkin would be leaving them? Well, if Ravens fans were celebrating, I would say Georgia fans were grieving the loss of, of Todd Munkin. I think in my opinion, he was the most important and impactful hire of Kirby Smart's era. Uh, at the University of Georgia. And defense has always been great under Kirby Smart since he's been here. The offense has not. And um, if you go back and kind of look at and study uh, previous hires that Kirby made uh, with different offensive coordinators, the offense was nowhere near as successful as as what they were really the last two years under Todd Munkin. And um, I think any Georgia fan that you, sp you speak with holds Todd Munkin in, in the highest regard. Uh, for what he's been able to do over the past two years with, yes, a really talented roster, but also a former quarterback in Stetson Bennett that uh, was a walk-on, you know, was not the most talented guy when he got to Georgia and was not the most talented guy in the building in the QB room when he left. And Todd Munkin just did a remarkable job of helping Stetson get better over three years, crafting an offense to his strengths. I mean, Kirby has a very – Coach Smart has a, has a reputation for at times being – Hard to work for. It's like Nick Saban, you know, demanding. Um, and I think Todd Munkin handled it uh, really well and uh, was able to put together an offense that fit his player's strengths, but also what his coach wanted to be about, which was um, being balanced and creating explosive plays through the air 
but also having this like physical nature, we're going to punch you in the mouth and, and we're, the, the, the game is really still a line of scrimmage game. And uh, they, they just, I think what you saw over the last two years is um, they were the most physical team in college football uh, the last two years. And I think that's why they got into certain games and they were able to win at a high level. Yeah. That's just really high praise there. Top down. It doesn't get much better than that. And, you know, it would be nice three years from now, Sarah, that we're saying the same thing in Baltimore, right? That Todd mm-hmm. Munkin has been the best hire of John Harbaugh's career. And if that were the case, who knows? It'd probably mean the Ravens would go on to win a championship with Munkin like Georgia did with him in back-to-back seasons. But we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Yeah, no, we just, it'd be nice if we could be saying the same thing. But, and it's just so interesting, Bobby, because as you know, they're in the interview with me. I mean, Hudson's praise didn't stop there it it just every question that we had he just heaped more and more compliments on him so finally we just had to ask you know okay look Hudson Munkin sounds like a great coordinator a great play caller a great mentor he's a great developer of players uh he helped you guys win back-to-back national championships so we get it but come on there's got to be something something that you don't like we asked him, what is his weaknesses? I don't even I want to call it a problem, but Georgia didn't use their receivers as much uh, as maybe other really explosive teams in college football. And uh, But that's that's kind of been a, it's hard, again, hard to say a problem because you're a two-time national champion. It's clearly not holding them back. But there's been some questions about why can't Georgia produce first-round draft picks at receiver, right? I mean, Alabama has Jerry Judy and Waddle and, and all these guys and Ruggs and um, and Devontae Smith and, and, and Georgia just went about things a little di- differently on offense. And I think that was more about Kirby Smart than it was Todd Munkin. Kirby is a defensive guy and um, I think at times was okay with playing great defense and winning by three points and walking out with a win. Uh, and so, again, I don't, I don't know if it's a problem or a, or a gripe, but in the NFL, you've, in, you've got to be able to create explosive plays and uh, you've got to be able to do it, especially through the pass game. And so Georgia never really had a receiver that was up for the Blitnikoff Award or led the SEC in passing. Um, and I don't mean to say that to say that Todd can't develop receivers or his offense isn't receiver friendly. Like I said, I think that was more probably of Georgia was up in a lot of games they played very early on. Um, they didn't really have to throw the ball to get back into games very rarely in the second half. So they weren't padding a lot of stats and the receivers didn't put up a lot of gaudy stats. So, um, that that might be one thing that I think Georgia fans were always kind of wondering, like, hey, where's that? When's that next big time productive receiver going to come in and come out? But again, it, it's hard to. I feel very nitpicky saying that because when you win two national championships, it's like, <laughs> you know, something's working. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with this regarding Ravens safeties coach DeAnton Lynn. He's expected to be hired by UCLA as its next defensive coordinator. That's according to Matt Zenitz. Lynn is a former Penn State standout defensive back and the son of former Chargers head coach Anthony Lynn. He's been on Baltimore staff the last two seasons. In other news, the Tennessee Titans released veteran wide receiver Robert Woods in a cost-cutting move, which saves $12 million. Woods battled his way back from a torn ACL sustained in 2021. He came back to play in all 17 games a season ago, logging 53 receptions for 527 yards and two touchdowns. And finally, coming off of Todd Munkin's press conference earlier this week, 
I found this to be particularly interesting from Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner on Twitter. He tweeted, quote, You need a QB that can make things happen off schedule. Do we ever consider those guys that process and see things faster than others are also playing off everyone else's normal schedule? If you have ability, early off schedule plays are just as important as late ones, in my opinion. Close quote. Some food for thought there as we close. Thank you for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com backslash Ravens Vault podcast. Now, as you know, we've been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from big broadcast stations or corporations. So with your membership support, you'll help us keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. We'd also love to hear from you with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. That is all the time we've got today. But be sure to check out our one-on-one conversation with former Georgia quarterback Hudson Mason if you haven't already done so. 